Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. My name's James Marley and today we're talking about small caps. And it's been a tough start to the year. The uh, small lords down 14%. Some of the other sectors, technology, healthcare, the consumer discretionary space, even worse. So today we're going to look at resilient parts of the market in the small cap space. And I'm joined by Gary Rollo from Montgomery Investment Management and Josh Clark from QVG Capital. Now, let's start with you, Josh. Webjet couldn't have had a worse time over the past few years. Uh, up 12% year to date, 18% over the past 12 months after surviving Armageddon. Buy, hold or sell on Webjet? Uh, Webjet's a sell for me. I agree, it couldn't have had a worse time uh, in terms of the operating conditions, but uh, I think it's had a pretty good time in terms of the share price. So uh, if you look at the pre-pandemic uh, maximum enterprise value that this company had, uh, you're talking about $2 billion is, is the, the maximum valuation it got to pre-COVID and it's well north of that now. And that's despite the fact that the business has recently posted a loss. It's still early in terms of its earnings recovery trajectory, trajectory sorry, um, albeit that is happening. Um, but I think given that you've got well over a fully recovered enterprise value, you're not really getting paid for all of the unknowns. So things like... Um, uh, the market share that they're likely to have, what the ultimate cost profile, margin profile will be, the commissions that they're likely to receive from their suppliers, the total level of travel, how quickly that comes back. I think there's a lot of unknowns and I just don't think you're getting paid for that in the share price here. So it'll be a sell for me. Okay. Gary, Webjet, buy, hold or a sell? It's a buy. I'm going to go the opposite way of Josh here. Look, um, travel's recovering. Webjet's well positioned. If we think the travel market's going to recast itself the same way it was pre-COVID, we have to think again. Uh, the businesses that have survived are positioned to thrive. They're going to be the market share takers. Um, there's been significant cost out specifically at Webjet. Uh, we think that they'll have a much higher market share and doesn't need to get back to the full kind of run rate of the travel sector to show the same revenue profile and the cost profile suggests they'll make a lot more money when they do. So um, we think that when we get to the point where travel, say, 75, 80% recovered, Webjet's economics will be pretty much fully recovered, but people will recognise that it's a market share taker from there. So um, at 11 times what our view is of the kind of EV, but 11 times EBITDA, the kind of EBITDA pool that we think that they can get out of this market, that's a decent price to pay for the uh, optionality of that market share and uh, gainer and uh, the growth that they can get from there. So for us, it's a buy. 
Okay, switching industries from travel, going to Hanson Technologies. Yeah. Pretty boring on the revenue side, pretty stable. Yeah. But that might be sexy in this market, buy, hold, or sell. Mate, I've said to you in a, an earlier video that we're aiming small and missing small, and this is what Hanson is in this market. It's, uh, it's the tech stock for today. Look, um, it's not a high growth um, type business. It's got stable industry fundamentals in the sector that it plays in. Uh, it's basically giving you market level growth, but in a business model that's a bit better than the market. You've got a founder-led management team where they've given some punchy targets for you know, years two, three, four, and five in terms of what they think they can get to. M&A's got to be part of that story. Um, they're one of the bigger players in their sector, so we think they should be able to repeat recent M&A and, and get there. So aim small, miss small, decent valuation, 10 times EBITDA, good cash flow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's in our portfolio. Okay, Josh, Hanson, it's got a little bit of a dividends go along with it. Very grinding, slow growth, buy, hold or sell? Yeah, I think those things are correct. Uh, it's a buy for me. Um, so probably at risk of repeating some of Gary's comments, but um, I think one of the really interesting things about Hanson is it is low growth. It does low single digit type organic revenue growth. But then if you go back over the last decade, it's compounded shareholder returns at over 20%. And if you go back further than that, the growth rate per annum is even higher. So it's an interesting case study. How have they done that with such low revenue growth? And I think the answer is some of the things that Gary's already said, but great cash flow, um, founder-led uh, business, um, uh, high returns on capital is one of the important points there. And probably the most important point is the founder-owner management and the disciplined capital allocation. So they've been able to go and purchase businesses with sticky revenues, retain those revenues, but then improve that margin profile of those businesses over time. And that's where a lot of the values come from. Mm. So if you're in an environment where share prices are falling, that's not necessarily bad for Hanson. They potentially pick up a few bargains. So that's a buy for me. Okay, we're gonna stay in the tech sector. Offering tech solutions for, for public sector organisations is Objective Corporation. It's actually 25% of the ahead of the tech index on a 12 month view, but it's taken a punishing in the past month or so. Buy, hold or a sell? Has taken a punishing. Uh, it's a hold for me. Um, you know, we've just talked about Hanson. There's a lot of similar characteristics. So uh, founder, owner management, great cash flows, high return on capital, uh, really clean accounting. Um, uh, yeah, some really disciplined acquisitions and a track record of executing on those acquisitions. The thing that it has that Hanson doesn't is, uh, is the additional revenue growth um, in, in the teens potentially. But the other thing that it has that Hanson doesn't is the, the multiple uh, and it's pretty expensive here despite the fact that it's come back a long way. You can't forget that, that the market's demanding a higher return uh, on stocks now. So Objective Corp looks too expensive for me to be compelling enough to buy. So it's a hold for me. Okay. Too expensive for Josh, is it a buy, hold or a sell for you, Gary? It's a flat out sell. I mean, we look at technology with a sort of triage lens in the beginning. We look for, you know, technology that is future proof. We look for markets that offer optionality for growth. And we also look at organic growth track record. And given the multiple, and that multiple is pretty steep, we can't see how the risk return skews well for that business, um, for that investment, sorry. So our view, it's a sell um, and you know, we just move on. It's, we wouldn't look at it at these valuations. I mean, it's the anti-Hanson. It's um, aim big, miss big, and the downside <laughs> pain could be large. So not for, the, not for today. Okay, now I've asked each of our guests to bring along a 
a resilient stock that's been sold off in the recent route. So Gary, I'm going to start with you. What's the resilient stock that you think's maybe copped an unfair punishing of late? Yeah, uh, well, there's a few. So, um, <laughs> you know, we've got a, a long list to pick from, but I, I'm going to stick with that aim small, miss small theme. Uh, Macquarie Telecom, it's a data center player and it's got, um, you know, major clients like the cloud hyperscalers as its clients, which as I've mentioned earlier, are growing their business pretty strongly. And also um, the Aussie government, and they're basically digitalizing more rapidly than, um, than the market probably expects. Look, that business is on 14 times EBITDA, it's got a founder-led management, it's got a good balance sheet, and it's got growth optionality ahead. So for us, um, industry fundamentals are good. Um, it had a great set of numbers at the first half, not that anyone cared, but the, the you know, share price is down 20% this month alone, for example. So Macquarie Telecom, you're not gonna go wrong and it's got lots of value left on the table. We think it's worth somewhere between 80 and 100 bucks, even in a higher interest rate environment. So that's a pretty decent return from the modest 55 to 60 that it's trading at today. Yep. Thank you. Josh, you've got something resilient that's been knocked, knocked down and you think is, is worth a look? Yeah, certainly the share price doesn't make it look resilient. Uh, if, if you look at something like um, Trajan, I think is worth talking about. Uh, very, very much at the smaller end of the market cap spectrum, but that share price has gone from maybe $4.50 to, to $2.50 or thereabouts, so a pretty big fall. Uh, and that's just ignoring the fact that they're going to hit their guidance still. Um, earnings very resilient. So the markets that they're selling into, uh, laboratories and original equipment manufacturers of analytical, uh, analy analytical instrumentation for labs, uh, say that 10 times quickly. Um, so very defensive uh, market, their customers are still growing, their customers are listed, so you can see the growth. Um, definitely you get high single digit, maybe low double digit um, growth out of that. And you've, got, you've still got uh, optionality in terms of some of, their, uh, some of their more bleeding edge technologies um, around micro sampling. And then on top of that, yeah, safe pair of hands. So um, founder, founder, owner, uh, led um, good returns on, on capital um, and so far really good capital allocation I think with the acquisitions that they've made so that one would be a buy for me. Okay well the sell-off sounds like it's been indiscriminate across the smaller sector but I've heard a couple of ideas today where I'm seeing managers uh, identifying good businesses, resilient businesses and they're excited about the valuations. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Buy Hold Sell. Remember to subscribe, check in on YouTube, we're adding new content every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos, and podcasts.